I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Welcome to Be the Light with Pastor Zakir Robinson. In this show, I have Tavia Finley, and we talk about relationships. We talk about getting yourself prepared for your spouse, as well as how to have a relationship with God when you're in school. So tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Welcome everybody to Be The Light. This is Pastor Zakir Robinson and I'm with my good friend Tavia Finley. (laughs) (laughs) You can always tell when I have someone on that I absolutely uh, know (laughs) and have a relationship with um, because we can just have fun. You know, not saying that the other ones I couldn't have fun with, but it's just a little different. All right. And so today... um, I have asked her to be on the show for a few reasons because one, she's she's young, she's yes. single. Yeah, I hear that she's single, <laughs> 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 and um, you know, she's just she's out here. She's in school. She's actually going back for your what? Nursing degree. Nursing degree. Mm-hmm. She's already got a degree, and what was that in again? Healthcare management. Okay, so yes. she's already, you know, she's one of them people that God said, you know what, I need you to go back. I need you to be, um, be in this nursing program. And you know what just literally hit me when you was just saying how you think that God is using you for the gifting of healing. Yeah, that just came into my spirit that when you lay hands on these patients. Right. It's going to be healing them. You didn't even have to open up your mouth. You're not going to have to say a word. Oh, we move into prophetic. You're not even going to have to say a word. You're going to literally be touching these people. And because of the spirit of God that's on the inside of you, it's going to heal them. Amen. Amen. Glory. And so I want to release that. So there go your confirmation when you were asking God, right. God, is this something I want? If, is this something you want me to do? Because a lot of times we want to make sure we're not coming outside of the will of God. Yes, we right. want to make sure that we are doing exactly what he say, especially in this season, because the, this season is a season that God is opening up doors. So anytime the enemy, and this is for um, you, Tavia, as, as well as people that's listening, anytime God is telling us to do something or something that is just like, God, how's this going to happen? Okay. I don't feel like I can do this if God puts you to it he's going to get you through it okay and then also Mm -hmm. we have to lean on his strength okay we have to lean on everything that he has taught us everything that we're reading and we have to literally stay focused because the enemy he will come to kill steal and destroy he wants to also he wants to be able to pull you away from what God is um, calling you to do and it's so crazy that he just dropped that nugget Right. In this moment. So you've been asking. <laughs> and so those hard days you need to keep in mind, like, okay, I'm called to go into this nursing so that I can help heal. Okay. Right. And they're going to be walking out talking about, I don't even, I don't know what just happened, but I think I'm fine now. And they're going to be walking out there and you're going to be gl- glorifying God. <laughs> and so um, I give God all the thanks for that. Um, and so also what we wanted to talk about today is just, you know, school and just being in this world. What does Dayton look like out here? And just, of course, her testimony on what God has brought her from, because she's been through some things. Um, she may not look like it, but she's been through some things, just like a lot of us. You know, some of us, we wear it on our face. Some of it, we wear it within our, our body language. Some of us, we just wear it on the inside. But when you get it together, your heart posture, your spirit of God, plus your flesh is lining up because you're making it line up. That's when you begin to look like Christ. And so talk to us a little bit about your journey. What was that like? Did you grow up in church? What was everything like for you as a child? So um, growing up, I was in church and like my mom was just like have us 
she would just push me and my cousin to go out to like church and everything. And we have our little speeches. And then like my mom, she would never, you know, attend church like that. She won't go. She wouldn't go with us. Mm-hmm. But um, as I like got into my adolescent, um, I had slowed down. So I mm-hmm. stopped going to church like around high school. And then also um, when I got into college, I didn't go. So I was like going around like people um, would come to campus for mm-hmm. evangelists and I go to church, but I fall off. So it was like a membership that we had to um, get into the church. So it was, it was, I would say it was tough trying to go into being in school as long with um, being attached to people that was in church as well to get to clean, like for God to clean me up. And so I just, it wasn't for me yet. It wasn't for me at that time. So mm-hmm. I just kept going on doing what I wanted to do because I was <laughs> like, I ain't ready. I ain't ready to um, change my life because I already know what 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 I what was going to be expecting if I was to change my life. So right. I didn't get into it until like get into Christ until 2020. And okay. thank God because <laughs> he changed me a lot. Um, I went through, I wouldn't say I went through a lot, but I experienced my um, molestation molestation like um and also homosexuality um porn- pornography um also like different things it wasn't like deep in there like some people they may have experienced it where it was a lot but i experienced it like i would say the surface of it so mm-hmm. I would think about it, ponder. I was like, oh, this may not be right. But I still did it because I just like that's what my flesh wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So um, but as I got into it and moved to Christ in 2020, God has changed me um, magnificently. Like, Amen. I, I, I just can't ex- describe how he has changed me and how he has developed me into becoming to a woman molded me because I dealt with confidence and self-esteem and I just didn't feel like, oh, I'm not, I don't look like the other. I compared myself to others, especially on social media. Social media can be very draining yes. when comparing yourself to other people. Like God has really like molded my mindset mm-hmm. as well because I don't know where I would have been. Yeah, I would definitely say just from when we first met, how many years ago was that? What were we at? 2023. 20, so about yeah. 20, about right, 2020. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right when you came into Christ. And I remember, um, you asking me for prayer. And the thing is, is you was very humble about what you was dealing with. A lot of people, they have a lot of pride where they don't really want to talk about what they're going through, but you actually reached out, asked for prayer and, and we've been connected yeah. since. Um, and so you're talking about going through some of the things like you were just at the surface of it. Um, what was it for you that you were like, you know what? Okay. I'm at the surface of it. I need to really stop. Like, did you have a dream? Did you begin to hear from God? Were you just feeling the conviction? What was it for you that was just like, I just need to stop where I'm at before I get deeper? It was the conviction. Like, I felt like whenever I did it, I was like, ooh. And that when I when and also when I did it, I would forget, like, ask God for forgiveness. So I didn't until I started studying the Bible and stuff. It says that you have to um, ask for forgiveness, but turn from your wicked ways. But at that time, I didn't know the Bible that well, where it's just like, oh, I'm going to ask for forgiveness and God going to forgive me. Mm -hmm. So it was just like the conviction and 
Yeah. And that's what a lot of people believe. They literally believe that I could sin today, ask for forgiveness tomorrow, but then do that same sin moments later. And they just keep that repetitive things on. A lot of people believe once saved, always saved. And that's not the case. It says that you have to work out your salvation daily. Also, you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And so you have to realize that this is a daily thing that you have to do. Um, And we can't just say, okay, God, I ask for forgiveness today, but then tomorrow I know I'm going to go do that same thing. Right. When you ask for forgiveness, you're asking because you're you're truly repenting. And a lot of times you need to renounce. And a lot of people may say, well, what is renouncing? Renouncing is when you actually reject. Okay, you're rejecting the thing that you're doing. Then you ask for forgiveness and then you turn from your sin. And so that don't mean that, okay, I'm renouncing, I'm rejecting, but tomorrow I'm gonna do the same thing. Absolutely not. You will be I'm telling you, you're going to get deeper and deeper. You're going to make that demon mm-hmm. bigger and bigger. And next thing you know, you're going to be doing this thing without even thinking about it. You're no longer going to have the, the conviction over your heart. You're no longer going to feel it. You're going to then begin to just freely do whatever you want. And next thing you know, another door is opened up to you and then another one. And next thing you know, you're like, how did I get here? And I know that was what it was for me. Yeah. I grew up in church. I was raised in church. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was at church, Bible study, kids Bible study. <laughs> My mom had us in church. She made me do, I don't know if she made me, but I believe, um, I don't know. I think she did make me. No, my mom. She probably made me, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was like literally trying to think about it. But she had us do dancing on stage, which you know I don't dance. I don't right. like dancing. I can't dance. Yes, I'm a girl with no rhythm, and so <laughs> I would uh, had to do this dancing, and then you know doing little skits and plays. So we was constantly in church, and it's like mm-hmm. once I got to college, it's just like all that. Bible knowledge that she like installed in me and all right. that praying went out the door went out the door I was like freedom <laughs> <laughs> the light bulb came on right when really the light bulb went off because <laughs> God is the light and the devil is what of darkness, darkness. <laughs> so but to me I was just like yes red light go for it and I was out there doing things I had no business doing right. but um but the grace of God, it took me to literally hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Like my, I had to literally hit rock bottom. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I got to I got to get back to church. But see, that's why it says train up a child in the way they, they should, should go. When, and when they grow, they will not uh, depart from it because they're going to go back to that. It's going to mm-hmm. come a point in time where God's going to have each individual hit a rock bottom. But what's hard is if they don't, if they're not trained to go to church Mm -hmm. and if they're not trained to pray, if they're not trained to fast, if they don't see that within the home structure, then what's going to happen? They're not going to fall back to that. They see mom and dad decided to every time pressure, stress, anxiety, fears, all these different things hit their life. If they notice that their parents went and did substances, Mm -hmm. drugs, you know, just did different things that was in the world. Guess what they're going to do when these things hit their life? They're going to do the the same same thing. thing. The same thing, but because I grew up in church and you grew, you grew up in it too. Mm -hmm. We had somewhere to fall back. So you parents that is listening, you are responsible for your kid's salvation. You're responsible for teaching them how to pray. You're responsible for teaching them about fasting and having them fast. Um, yeah, make them fast. They can go on a Daniel's fast. You can make them eat fruits and vegetables and eat clean for a few days. It's not going to hurt them. They will be okay. They will live. Okay. They will live. Um, but you have to train them now because if you're not training them now, it's going to be hard for them to do it later. And so, um, just going through life and, you know, once you begin to turn your life over to God, what type of changes did you see? What, what was some of the things or, or the, I guess the better question is one, what was some of the changes you saw? And two, 
How strong did the t- did the temptations of those things that you were doing? How strong did those get? Because a lot of times when we're trying to change from things, that's when it really hits us. Right. Explain that for us. Okay. So, um, it was tough. Like <laughs> at the beginning, like I found myself like falling back into it when I was like beginning my journey with Christ. And like, I just tried, I, mo- most of the time, I just tried to stay in, stay in the word prayer. Like, I'm an intercessor. So I just pray, just pray that God would change me, change me, change me, change me from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just, just hung around people that was more spiritual, like godly counsel. That way it can help me. They can help me. They can, you know, give me scriptures that I may not know so that I can be able to um put them in my daily life in action so that I won't sin against right. God. And um and the, the first question was um the first question was Oh, how how hard was it for you? Like what was the transition like? And then did you experience like any temptations or did the temptations of it get stronger? Like, mm-hmm. you know how, like when you come to Christ and you're trying to stop mm-hmm. something, it's like, okay, now all destruction begin to hit your life. Right. You begin to experience different things that happens. Me, I, okay. So personally, I just feel like me, I be feeling like it's a challenge. So mm-hmm. I don't like to like, um, how can I say this? Um, I don't, so when I'm, cha- when I'm being under a challenge or whatnot, Mm-hmm. I try my hardest not to like step out or um like when my me and my friends came to Christ and they was on the journey with me as well they would they that would is very sure. I want to say that is very rare yeah all of y'all came together most of yes. the time is one person they leave the pack and then they leave the pack because they never go yes. back but y'all came as a group group we yeah. actually did and I'm so grateful because I don't know like where would I have been like early in my early years my mind wasn't that strong I didn't like some some people say they have a head like a strong head on their shoulders but me as I got into Christ moved into Christ read my scripture meditated on the word day and like Mm -hmm. day and night um it actually stuck with me so I didn't I tried to make sure that I didn't fall out of God's will that he had for me so I just try to make sure that when I whenever I had that challenge or whatnot and also like I said um, with my sisters in Christ, we would make sure that we don't fall out, mm-hmm. like fall out whenever we are like um, going through something. We explain to them and they'll be like understanding they give us scriptures or whatnot. But I just try to not, try not to like get out of God's will. OK, well, good. And so did you experience anything when it came to like car breaking down, job loss, financial is- financial issues now? Did you experience any of that? Once I you did. came into Christ, I did. I experienced that. Um, Talk I believe about it. it was last year. Okay. So, um, yeah, and actually, that's when you started getting closer to God, right? Yeah. Right. So, I believe it was twenty twenty one, if I'm not mistaken. So, I had um, just my job was slowing down on the work, and then I ended up getting into an accident, which. Caused me to not have funds, a car to not drive in. And I'm like, Lord, what's going on? Like, I'm just praying to God. I was mm-hmm. I'm just trusting. I'm trying my best to trust in him. Try my best. And throughout the time, they would say, don't go, don't get weary and well doing. So I just, I was just, I feel like I was like, dang, Lord, is you turn your back on me? Which I already <laughs> knew he wasn't. But it was just like, I felt 
I didn't hear him at the point. And then after all, like when that new year came, that's when everything started like moving into my favor. Whatever God had called my life, you know, called for my life to um be um during that time. So it's just it was tough at that time mm-hmm. because it was like a faith in trial. Yeah. And God wants us to go through trials and tribulations to be able to increase us in our faith. And I just feel like God was just like trying to test in my faith to see how my faith was at that time. And just by that happening, I believe I passed the test. <laughs> Praise so, God. Um, <laughs> and she said, I'm not trying to go through look, that again. That is yeah, it. <laughs> that is it, honey. <laughs> so like my friends would still help me out, but it was just like, I want my own car. Um, I need some funds coming in, Lord. What's going on? So during that time, we didn't have like my ugh. I'm sorry, but during that time, um, I didn't have funds. So God blessed us with um, rental assistance. So I'm like, God, I see that you um, work in your favor during this area. And then, like like I said, my friends were helping me out whenever I needed to like get groceries for the mm-hmm. house. So they would let me borrow their car and stuff. But I just feel like God was just a te- it was a testing season. Yes. Just a season. Yes. It's just a season. And so, then um, one of the other things I wanted to mention that you had spoke about was insecurities, because there's a lot of people that's dealing with insecurities. Um, how is that affecting you today? Oh, yeah. Look, <laughs> God has. Look, he did some good things, honey, because I was I, my confidence was low. Mm. I felt like I was the most like the heaviest, heavier, um, heavy set out of the my group of friends and they were smaller. So I'm like, dang, like they <laughs> the boys would go over there to them, talk to them. I'm like, God, like what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, yeah. And I just felt like I felt myself was ugly. I didn't I didn't see myself worthy. And as I kept reading his word, it was like um, he would make you into his masterpiece. And that really stuck with me like that word. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that's at in the Bible. I believe it's in Psalms, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, that word actually stuck with me whenever I had felt um, I wasn't worthy or my confidence or, you know, when they would be texting their little booze or whatnot. And I'm like, dang, I ain't, my phone's kind of dry over here. So what's <laughs> going on? So um, I just feel like God's like rejection is his protect, protection. So God graced me. In that area, he have grown. He, I guess he was working on me in my, in that area with my confidence, making sure that, you know, I, you know, his love. Um, it says, kindness and love is who with I draw thee, if I'm mm-hmm. saying it right. So, um, I just feel like his love just kept mm-hmm. coming into me every day in that I have grown in that area where I don't have to feel that certain way or I felt jealous. Because my friends had somebody they was talking to or somebody they was texting or whatnot. But God had his his hand on me. God had his hand where it was just his love was constantly every day that he had built me up into his faith. And I was thinking like, God, I want to, you know, thinking about getting married or whatnot. But God want me to find his love in him first before I can be able to go out and to try to um, love someone else. Mm-hmm. So Girl, say that say that one look, more time. God wants you to God find what? Me to find his love in him first before I go out and find somebody Yes, love someone else, basically. Yes. So, God just built me up, built me up in that area of my confidence over these years. So I'm just, I'm just 
I'm gracious. Hey, man. <clears throat> so while we're talking about, you know, insecurities and booze and all of that, phone being dry, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about, um, let's talk about that. Okay. Let's just okay. talk. A, I want to, you know, get in a little bit about that because we have some, probably some young viewers listener, like, listen, I'm, I'm a woman of God, man of God, but I can't find nobody. Like what's going on? Is anyone out there for me? Like how have that been? How is dating in today's world? Cause I don't, you know, I have a husband, so I don't have to go out here and, you know, worry about dating like that unless it's with him. But how is that? Like, what is the market like for you singles? Um, yes, I call it the market. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Because you got to pick and choose what you want. <laughs> yeah. In the produce section. What is bad? What is what good? Is <laughs> right. So, um, that is tough now because mm. a lot of people are, um... Some may be in their faith, some may not be in the faith. Mm-hmm. And um it's so much that have been drawn the men, um, I would say, and say they're in some of them are in Satan's hands. So that's why so many that's why we're not getting married um fast because they're broken. Mm-hmm. There's so much things that they have dealt with when they were small, and that's and I feel like they still need growth in that area. And us women, we grow up a little faster than men, so it's like it's it's tough. And most of the men, they they mature into like you know older, being, a little bit older. Yeah, some when they're them, older, yeah. or older, so they feel like oh, that's the time where it's time for me to settle down, get married, have children but it's us like us women that's like 20 in their 20s we're we want somebody that's around our age we don't want anyone that's a little older but <laughs> listen I, I tell her time and time again honey if you knew what i know because <laughs> um, baby i tell you now um i'm so glad i am married because if if i was not married and god says you finna marry this 46 year old let's go god is he a man of god is he gonna pray for me is he gonna cover me is he's gonna cover this family you know, is he walking according to the Lord? I'm telling you that age stuff. Get it out your mind. You young people, <laughs> listen, get that age out your mind. Oh, my goodness. If he sits someone that's 10 years older and you ain't got to do nothing and he's a man of God, you better take it and run with it. <laughs> and we cannot get caught up on ages. And look, you just this is what you got to say. Listen, this is what I did, because before I got married, and we're going to have this conversation before I got married. I said, God, um, no, let me back up. First, I was dating. Tall, dark skin, football stock. Okay. That's what I used to date. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. And then I also dated um, a Caucasian guy as well that was tall, football stock. So I'm telling you, listen to this. I, it, it wasn't working. <laughs> it, wasn't I, it wasn't working. They they was not meeting the qualities that I needed. And actually, I didn't even know what I wanted then. But then when, once I started getting closer to God, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, God, I've been dating. What I what I liked, what my eyes was drawn to. Right. I said, I want you to give me whoever you want to give me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I take my expectations off of what you want. I mean, of what I want. And I'm now going to take whatever you give me. And I started to clean up my social media, clean up numbers and people that was inboxing me. And yeah, I had to delete, delete, delete. And um, next thing you know, I want to say probably about. I don't know. It, it had to be really soon because mm-hmm. I said, I'm getting right. Well, God, I'm gonna be celibate. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going all in for the Lord. Okay. And I get a, a message from this light skin. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, basketball <laughs> or maybe even baseball. <laughs> Not so tall. <laughs> right. And but he's taller than me. And um he he inboxed me and I was just like, eh. I don't know, Lord, you know, you know, I, I, I engaged with the conversation, mm. but then I was like, okay, this is a distraction because I said, here come the enemy. I ain't going to lie. I said, this man is fine. Mm. Put this fine man in my inbox. And I said, um, what else did I say? That's just it. Yeah. But it's a distraction because I just said, I'm getting close to God. I'm right. trying to be celibate and here come this man. And so I did tell him that within, you know, after messaging for a little bit and I was just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm trying to get focused on God. And after that, um, I want to say the church, um, but they was talking about some type of messages. So then I went in, I started doing some cleaning up on the media and, and everything, getting rid of old pictures that I have taken and just, you know, them club mm-hmm. pictures. I was yes. getting rid of those type of things because they was talking about your life should match up. Like your page should match yeah. up with, 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 with your life. But um, so like, like if I'm, out here sinning then of course mm-hmm. my page is going to look like a, a, a sinner yes, it's yeah. going to look like you know unholy but what they were saying is that you need to whatever the life you're living it should reflect your page should be mm-hmm. reflecting your life and so i said you know what that's good there i'm going to go home and i'm going to clean up this thing and so i went home and i started cleaning up and i ran across his message and i was like you know what something prompted me it had to be the holy spirit okay obviously and i, I messaged him just like hey how's it going or something like that And we've been together ever since. And so the thing is, is when we take the the restrictions and the qualities that we Mm -hmm. want and we let God do it. I know I know I've been talking for a minute, but I have to educate. I have to educate y'all some. (laughs) You're going to begin to realize like that was the best choice and decision I could have ever made. Hadn't I yeah. not allowed, I would have took one look at him, say, oh, he's not, he's not tall. Well, right. I couldn't tell from the picture if he was tall, but he's not dark skinned. He's not football stock. You know, if I would have started going through that list versus going to get to know him first, mm-hmm. I would have missed out on a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so some of y'all is missing out on a good thing. You're asking God for a, for a husband. You're asking God for a wife, but yet she doesn't have the curves that you want yet. She don't have the texture hair that you want yet. She don't, she's not meeting, you know, your knees. Maybe she's a little bit more, um, what you want to call it uppity. She's a little bit too, too excited. You want someone that's a little bit more cool, calm and collect, mm-hmm. but that she may need to be that so that she can help you in the areas that you're weak in. Right. But if you don't start to adjust what God want for you, mm-hmm. you're going to be single for a very long time because God, I'm telling you right now, many of y'all have came across your spouse mm-hmm. that God wanted mm-hmm. you to be, with but you keep passing them by a lot of y'all you're sitting in front of the spouse that you're supposed to be with but you're not interested because there's something different about them meaning the way they look you know yeah they look good but they're not Mm light-skinned yeah they look good but they're not dark-skinned yeah they look good but they're not thick enough they too skinny you know and this can go on and on and so i want to encourage y'all that's looking for a spouse to take off your wants and your desires and say god who is it that you have for me and I'm telling you now, when you begin to pray that, you're going to see, you're probably going to be married by next year. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have to say about that? <laughs> look, look, I like, I truly understand. But I'll be over there like, Lord, please, <laughs> like, please. So you're begging him for what you want. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> so I just <laughs> completely went out the window for her. She's like, no, I'm praying for what I want. <laughs> it's nothing but, wrong. He says, you know, you know, yeah. knock and what, knock and he answers. <laughs> so you keep on knocking. <laughs> 
So, um, I just feel like I just want someone that's, um, person that's into God, like yeah. that loves me. I mean, loves God more than he loves me. Amen. And I'll, I'll and, and like I said, I be saying my prayers, like allow him to only have eyes for me and I have eyes for him, but I would love for him to like fast and everything or whatnot. But I just want to make sure that, um, that he loves the Lord. That's he loves me. Yeah. And, um, I say all this because it gets tough out here when we're actually in our waiting season. Mm -hmm. And that's God just preparing us during that time. Because if you put this question on the board, what are you doing to prepare yourself before you get married? Are you doing everything that you want your husband that you um, pray for and your husband, but you're not, you're lacking in that area. Mm, Girl, say it. So it's like, (laughs) Are you weak in the area where you need to be strengthened? But you know, like you yeah. need just need to work on the, in that area. Mm-hmm. And if you're not working on the area, are you ready to be married? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, it's like you can't be asking God for mm-hmm. this perfect mate over here because exactly. you still got some trauma and things in your life. I'm not saying that that you know you can't get married with some trauma still going right. on. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is you got some some skeletons in your closet, mm-hmm. you know. But you want this perfect person who's all you know. Got, got it all together You have right. to be Working on yourself And I'm glad you mentioned that What are mm-hmm. some things That you're doing To prepare yourself As a wife I want to Well I've what, been fasting what? more oh, Okay Fasting more Praying like more deeply I've been trying to get up At five <laughs> um, I'm telling you It will bless Your soul woo! And spirit <laughs> So I did it before Like for like 21 days And it actually did Like I, it's more Intimacy with God I have I found myself More seeking Like seeking out Crying out to him more Around that time And I feel like It's the world Around that time Everybody sleep It's quiet yes. It's peaceful It's peaceful <laughs> I ain't got no kids Bothering me Look So I'm yeah. telling people Not to hit the table And I hit it But go ahead <laughs> <laughs> And um, it's just It's just more peaceful At that time I feel like you gain more From God Around that yeah. time Rather than the daytime It's so much That mm-hmm. you're actually doing It's like You're in a hurry To get a pray out When it should be mm-hmm. more of Spending time with God Asking him what what you should be doing at what you should be doing this day or whatnot. So I just feel like it's just more seeking God around that time. Right. Here's, here's the thing. Cause let's talk about this little 6am five o'clock thing. Listen, Lord, <laughs> it's crazy because like, he told me he, that I gonna, I'm going to start doing prayer. By the way, anyone that's listening, I do prayer 6 a.m. Okay, 6 a.m. You can ch- be on the YouTube. You can be on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You can be on my Facebook group, Be The Light, Zakia, whatever handle you use. And he said, you're going to start mm-hmm. doing prayer at 6 a.m. to 7. I ain't going to lie. At first, I was like, oh, my goodness, that is early. <laughs> Lord, you know I don't get up at this time. You know I, I get up at 7 o'clock. But I said, okay, cool. I'm going to do this thing. And I've been faithfully doing it. I have missed a couple of days, one for an appointment. I think one because I, I was, y'all, I was trying to pull a fast one with the Lord. And I said, it's spring break. I'm going to start doing it at 7 o'clock from 7 to 8. So I get to actually sleep. And the Lord said, no. <laughs> he still woke me up. And I turned back around and felt the conviction. So I, I asked for forgiveness. I'm, I'm in the clean now. But I'm telling you, um, what was I saying? I didn't lost my train. But, but so, yeah. So what happens is when you begin to get up, early um when i was getting up early at six mm-hmm. i said okay god i'm going to get up at six no i said i'm gonna get up at 5 30 that gives me enough time to brush my teeth 
make myself look decent right. before this camera so I'm not looking like I just wrote out the bed, you know, get the crust out of my eyes. That's what I'm going to do. And I will prepare the word before the night before, you know, so mm-hmm. that I can just I already know what I'm going into it with. Right. God said, "Mm-mm. That ain't going to work." I started getting up at 4:15. I seen the time going, 4:15. I'm like, "Lord, I know that ain't you." You said six o'clock, <laughs> you know, one eye open, one eye closed like this. Nah, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm blame that on the noise that I did. That just woke me up. I know that's not the Lord. So I go back to sleep. And then it's like, what? 445. Mm-hmm. Go back to sleep. 515. Like, oh, my goodness. What is going on here? It's just like the time just kept going on and on. on, and on. So I was like, OK, maybe I'm just having a rough night tonight. This happened for a few times for me to get. God wants you to get up before Sick mm. before 530. He wants me to get in his presence by at least by 430. Okay. Because he literally wakes me up right at, I think today was like 433 on the dot. Oh, wow. I have my clock set for 530 just in case God lets me sleep. Um, <laughs> but he's been waking me up literally faithfully at 430, around 430. And I said, oh, man. So now what I do it is not as hard anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm encur- I want to this is more of an encouragement yeah. to let you know that when you begin to do like start getting up and start getting in, in the presence of God, because there's people God is waking up in the midnight hours right. because he wants you to pray. He wants you to he wants to talk to you. He wants you to get in his work because like what you're saying, mm-hmm. it's quiet. It's quiet. It's peaceful. You're not thinking about your day at four o'clock. And, oh, I'm not thinking about my day at four o'clock in the morning. No. I'm able to actually able to truly focus in on the word but if you waiting to six seven o'clock or even in like 11 12 o'clock p.m i mean a.m yeah it's it seems like there's a lot going on still yeah. even though you can be the only one at home it's not as peaceful as those mm-hmm. midnight hours i'm going to yeah. be honest and so um i want to encourage y'all listen if god is waking you up get up just be obedient be be faithful to it the mm-hmm. more and more you do it you're going to realize i have more energy energy in the daytime than I did if I slept to seven o'clock and I'm realizing that within myself at first I was drained I was tired I was like it felt like someone's giving me sleeping medicine but every Mm. time I get up when God tell me to get up I feel like I had at least eight to nine hours of sleep I literally feel that way. And I can go to bed at 11 o'clock and still get feel like you didn't have enough rest right right and so that's an encouragement and so let's talk about um, briefly talk about like what's kind of going on with you right now. What is it? What is the direction God is moving you in? Ooh, this is a tough question. <laughs> um, right now, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out where God is trying to lead me with my purpose. So I'm. We just still- discussed that at the beginning. You know where you're going. You're going to the, yeah, you're going to be a nurse that, that too, <laughs> that too. Um, but I was, I was thinking like outside of nursing, like what mm-hmm. else can you have for me? And so I started thinking about a business and I'm still like seeking the Lord on it as well. Um, and that's another reason why I've been like trying to get up at five o'clock in the morning so that I can be able to hear his voice clear and to see where he, you know, is going to lead me because, um, I feel like when you seek him more that he takes you to new realms and to, into new dimensions when you're seeking him and reading his word and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, allowing him to be able to talk to you at that time. And so like during this season, I feel like God is, more so working on me with my finish to start to finish. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
sometimes like when it comes to I'm gonna use the example like reading a book like I'll start it and don't finish it. girl I'm here with so you God I, I had still, to start doing audio yeah. I said listen I ain't got time to sit here <laughs> if I'm gonna sit down and read anything it's gonna be the bible yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I started to listen to audible books yeah, yeah. and that's what I try but I feel like I get gain more comprehension mm-hmm. when I'm reading it but it's just he's working on me in that area yeah. um, being a woman of my word <laughs> so I just I'm still seeking the Lord on, which I already know. Like I said, I already know what he has for me, like for nursing. But outside of that, I'm still trying to gain understanding of where he's trying to lead me at. Amen. Amen. So I appreciate you coming on this show. I think we had some fun today. Um, so what is it if if anything is on your heart right now and anyone that's going through anything that you have been through? Um, share some light on that and just give them some encouraging words. Um, I would say um, seek the Lord, um, meditate on his word, um, repentance, okay. um, ask the Lord for repentance to um, get out of your wicked ways. And also ask God to, when you're reading your word, to um, see the words that stands out the most. That's bold to you. Um, ask him for a stronger conviction conviction as well as discernment with wisdom as well amen one thing i did want to mention because you're in school too right Mm -hmm. how is it balancing school um and and and, you know ministry and trying to get closer to god how is that for you because i'm sure there's a lot of college kids they just look i don't have time you know i don't have time Mm -hmm. to go to church i don't have time to read the word because i have to study i got these tests i got all this stuff because you're starting to be a nurse so we know what that entails and so what is it that you're doing that can help, you know, someone else in this moment? Like, how are you balancing everything? Um, so I would say writing down their to-do list, like mm-hmm. a to-do list throughout the week so that you can be able to see what you have during that time. Um, when we when you're having your your um, church that day. So I would just basically list it out for the whole month. That's what I do. So when I'm at home or it's a new month or whatnot, I erase everything off my board, write down what's due. When is it due? What time is it due? Because sometimes we'll get distracted and, and forget about it. Mm -hmm. So I was just say like, um, managing your time. That was tough for me. My first time when I started taking my prereqs for, um, nursing, it was right. tough. I was like, Lord, I don't know. Like, I was all over the place. I was thinking about um, dropping out because I just didn't know how to manage my time. Uh, you sure was. She was like, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's time for me to go. I said, no. I said, just make sure this is what God wants you to do. Right. You know, that's what I always tell you. I'll be like, make yeah. sure this is what God is telling you to do. Um, you know, get confirmation from him. And he just confirmed that today. So. Please. I'm telling you, and it's somebody else. Um, matter of fact, there was somebody else on TikTok today. She was talking about going back to school for nursing. Mm. And God said the same thing. You know what? God is getting ready to send a lot of people back to school for nursing because they're going to be used to heal. That mm. that is that is powerful right that there. Is, That's powerful. That is very he's powerful. he's getting ready to use people to do healing. And like I'm telling you, you ain't gonna have to say nothing. It's the fact I will oil them hands up before I go to work, baby. But like these hands are anointed. I don't care how many times I wash them. <laughs> the blood of Jesus is over these hands. Right. Every patient that I touch will receive healing. Right. You know, um just go into it with that that mindset. Even when I'm going into stores now and I'm like, hey glory to God, you are you saved? And you right. know, I'm, I'm purposely trying to talk to people that I know is living the life of 
not you know now, mm-hmm. now that should be saying it like that like i'm yeah. putting stigmatisms on people but you could tell yeah, when someone is definitely. just like i'm not yeah and you know they're like oh yeah i mean i haven't been in church or something but um you know just like hey can i pray for you hey when i'm checking out hey are you know are you ready for jesus to come back you mm-hmm. know one thing i've learned because i used to be afraid to do that one thing that mm-hmm. i learned that when i go through the line God sent I'm in this line for a reason A lot of times I'm like I say God Whose line do you want me to get in mm. I have started doing that I'm like God Whose line do I need to get in Even if the line is longer Because that person May need something The God may need you To say something to that person You know oh, wow. a lot of times We're trying to find The shortest line But it's like mm. Don't just try to find The shortest line God what line Do you want me to get in And are you going to be patient enough to wait? Because I found that doing that, God began to talk to me about some of the things that the person is is dealing with. Or Mm. he began to tell me what encouraging words or what testimony that I've been through that I need to share. And then that's the conversation started. Hey, how are you doing? You know, oh, how's your work shift going? Oh, you're almost off. Okay, cool. You know what, man or, you know, woman, God, or however you want to, you know, say it. God laid on my heart to tell you this while I was standing in this line. And then that's all you have to say. They're not going to reject. They could reject it within, but they're not going to outly reject it because they're at work, number one. Right. And they don't want to get fired, number two. (laughs) So (laughs) they're going to have to sit there and listen through it. And so, um, you know, you could tell the ones that's like, I'm not trying to hear this lady. Leave me alone. And then you got some that's like, man, that was confirmation. I really needed that. Thank you today. Yeah. And some people need that encouragement as Mm -hmm. well because so many people out in this world are like broken. Yes. They so. are because they refuse to get deliverance. They believe Christians can't have demons. They refuse mm-hmm. to get, um, you know, the, the trauma and things broken off of their life. But you know what? God has came to set us free. And when you look at the ministry of Jesus, he literally came. That's exactly what, what he did. He healed the sick. He delivered people that was possessed. He um, preached the word. and He made disciples. Right. You know, so that they can go out and do what? The same thing. And so um, we just want to thank you all for coming in. Again, this is Tavia Finley. She came in with us today to um, just, you know, be a light. You know, she's she is the light. We all are the light when we are children of God. So I want to encourage you to continue to shed the light, even in the midst of your storm. All right. Again, this is Zakia Robinson. And if you need any information, you can go to my page at be the light dot live. Rather, if you need inner healing, deliverance. You need coaching Whatever you're going through Hey, come my way I'm ready to help This is the ministry That God has me in I'm ready to get help you Get set free and delivered And then Who knows Maybe you need a personal trainer I'm also a certified personal <laughs> trainer I'm going to throw that out there And so just reach out to me And um, I'm like I said I'm here to serve God's people And if anyone that is listening Was like I really wish I caught this from the beginning. I want you to go over to the YouTube Zakia Robinson and you'll be able to watch this from the um, beginning to the end. All right. Be blessed. And we see you on the next show. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive. No longer restrained. Delivered, set free and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.Live. Again, that is BeTheLight.Live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name is Freedom.